All right, it is the 25th of January, I think, although when this is uploaded, it'll be a lot later. This is the UBC Commuter Podcast episode, Who Gives a Fuck, um, hosted by your one and only Outmode. Today, we are joined by my guest, Sand Dune. Welcome. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm all right. I'm all right. Want to give me a little bit of a backstory on the name Sand Dune? Yes, I can. Um, back in school, uh, I used to, back in high school, actually, there was a few people who always created names for other people. There was someone named Cheese, Yarmo, <laughs> Raccoon, Beaver, all of that. And then um, they just decided to name me Sand Dune, and it's kind of stuck ever since. Is it because you ate a lot of sand in high school? I think it might have to do something with my uh, Middle Eastern heritage, but we'll just uh, we'll just say, yeah, so maybe the sand I ate. Yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll all stick right. with that. So what's new with you? What, how are you affiliated with UBC? Believe it or not, I'm actually a UBC dropout. Oh, damn. enough. Yeah, yeah. I had entered first year with very high hopes, not going to lie. It was pretty much a, like a dream to be able to get into this school. And then one day after Jumpstart, it just all went crashing down. That's just, that's just how it happened. We went to Jumpstart. It was a lot of fun. First day of classes, and I'm like, let's call it a day. There you go. You're just like, I'm outie. Yep, yep, that's about it. That was just it? You're just like, peace out, eight yeah. time. Yeah, that's basically what happened in a nutshell. There you go. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. So what else is new to you? What you been up to if you haven't been in school? I mean, I've been hustling a lot. I've been having the odd job every here and there, you know? I've been working a lot with the community, which has been really yeah. good. I've been giving back. been working in like, the local hospital, working with children at schools. It's been really nice, but... I've actually taken a break this month just to spend some time with friends and family. And I'm going to be off on a new adventure in two weeks, actually, from now. Oh, where are you going? I'm going to be going to the land down under. So, yeah. Australia, you want to be on fire or flooded or hail or whatever? I mean, I am a sand dune. Sand does put out fire, so. Oh, there you go. So that's what's probably going to happen. And it takes up water, too. Does it? Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, for like floods, they put up big sand things. Oh, no, you know you what? The sandbags, yeah, that makes sense. Look at um, that. You're like fully prepared for Australia. Yes, I am. To fight the koalas that can give you syphilis. Oh, my God. And there's like that the Asian disease that's coming Oh, yeah, around. coronavirus. Coronavirus? Why is it called coronavirus? I feel like... Because it, once you get it, the symptoms are, include wearing a tank top all the time and calling a basement a man cave. <laughs> I mean, like coronavirus, I feel like... If this disease was happening in, like, Mexico or something, it would make more sense for it to be called the coronavirus. But, like, since it's, like, coming from, like, an oriental setting, yeah, it should be, like, soju virus or something. <laughs> like, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it would. But um, I was actually going to go to China later this year, but Where I switched you? it to Japan in the end. I mean, probably... Probably for the best. I don't really want to catch coronavirus. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to catch that. I mean, speaking of going to places where you shouldn't be going, I was actually planning on going to... Uh, Iran, believe it or not, oh shit! Like maybe two weeks ago, the plan was gonna be we were making the plan in December. Right now we're in January, right? Yeah. So we we're planning on going around mid January. We decided not to, and thank God we didn't go because, as you know, there was the plane crash. Yeah. There was a like hundred and some hundred and like forty or sixty people dead. Yeah. A lot of those so, are Canadian. Oh, well, a lot like of Cana- Canadians, yeah. Iranian Canadians. Yeah, it was pretty harsh. Yeah. I think someone for, uh, someone for UBC, a scholar or something, actually died in the plane. Yeah, no, there was like three or four alumni who passed away. 
So that's why UBC made the Iranian Memorial Scholarship. Oh, really? So the way that works is, I think, I was reading an article about it that every year they're going to be giving one Iranian student who is entering UBC around $2,500. Oh, it's nice. Entry, yeah. It is nice, yeah. It's nice of them to do that in honor of the alumni. also makes me feel like, damn, I could have gotten that <laughs> I went to, if I reapplied to UBC. Yeah. yeah. And then it would be able to pay for a whole like quarter of your first month tuition. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of like the scam process, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of a money grab. Dude, UBC, honestly, I can't even with like their whole system of how they're charging money for everything. Did you know that for people living on residence, they have a $200 hidden fee, which is already put in place because they're taking into consideration that you're going to steal food from the residence cafe. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so you got to make that to the fullest and just steal. Exactly. They're basically promoting bad values by doing that. Morals. Like they're asking you to steal. That's what they're doing by putting that $200 fee in place. It's called learning life. That's the real lesson that UBC is teaching you. It's pretty ridiculous. I mean, especially for our year, we kind of like got screwed over a little bit. Because I don't know if you knew that, but like when we were applying, there was like almost no entry scholarships given to anyone. And then once we go to Jumpstart, because like I said, I did go to Jumpstart, that whole presentation where they're like, for the next coming year, we are going to be giving $100 million worth of scholarships for the incoming class of 2024, I think it is, because we were 2023. And that was a bit of like a kick in the ass, wasn't it? Yeah. When we heard sure. that about that, yeah, they have like this new tomb Esther. I don't even know how you would say it. Yeah, it's if like you, Latin or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's all these Ontario schools ha- who have those scholarships where it's like uh, automatic. If you have like a 90 average and you get accepted, you get like $2,000, for example. Yeah. UBC's put that into place now, something along those lines, which is kind of bullshit when you think about it because like you can't even get into UBC if you don't have something around that anyway. Yeah. So it's basically just giving you free money when you're going to the school. But we didn't have that. So. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a biff. Also, they don't, the next year doesn't have to write the English provincial. Did you know that? Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? You just reminded me about that. That's also, they're making it a lot easier, aren't they? It's a bit ridiculous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, right? I know. How was the English provincial for you? I got in. It was it was like no problem. Even like you know how they uh they first came out and kind of messed up the grades. Yeah. And they came out a second time. I was fine the first time and the second time. Really? So for me, matter. the first time when I got the grades, let's just say, I wasn't looking on course to graduate. Oh really? I'm not gonna lie, they gave me a really really bad mark on the, the first time, and then I kind of went into a panic. I went and contacted some local colleges actually, yeah. believe it or not, to see if I could get enrolled. Because, like, you don't know what's going to happen, right? And everyone was calling the district. We were calling, like, Victoria. And they're like, yeah, we don't, like, you're just going to have to wait out, wait it out on this one. And I'm like, and then, like, let's say, like, two weeks after. Yeah. Boom. Marks get fixed. And then they try to, like, act like it was, what did they say it was? Was it human error? I don't even yeah, know. I don't even know. How could it be human error, though? Like, are they, like, personally inputting the marks? Like, I don't know how that works. Somebody just add, like, in the calculations, like, added a fuck you number. I know, there. probably. I heard some guy got, like, a 3% on it, which is, like, impossible, so. Yeah, no, but I feel bad for those type. There's a few people I know that they got really well the first time around. No. And they weren't expecting to get really well. And, like, knowing these kids, they probably weren't going to get really well. So that was a bit of a shock to them. And then the real marks came out and they got fucked. Yeah, that's basically what happened. That was rough. It is. It definitely is. But yeah. So now you've been, you've done one semester now at UBC. Yeah. You're going into second semester. How's, how's it been? How does it feel to be done? Like, 
because you're still like relatively new but i feel yeah. like you're kind of like settling in now how has that been i say my ass has like gone a little less raw that's that makes sense from all yeah. the raping but other yeah. than that it's it's getting a little better it's like healing a little bit i'm now. also taking easier courses this year because i'm such a loser yeah what are you studying what are you studying there uh, i don't really want to say oh i like to say anonymous oh anonymous for now let's just say you're studying forestry all right yeah sure let's say forestry we'll i like say trees. forestry as default because of trees i mean like no one's really in forestry yeah no it's a fake one almost yeah. as fake as lfs i mean oh I mean, it doesn't really make sense to me. UBC offers, like, three different types of, like, they offer a Bachelor of Science in Applied Biology, mm-hmm. which that's is basically... LFS. It's oh, like that's farming. LFS? Yeah, it's like farming. Oh, farming. What about the animal biology thing? Same thing. It's, it's just, just farming. Really? Yeah. And then there's a Bachelor of Science in Forestry. I mean, like, that's kind of, like, it's a little bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... Why trees. can't you just, like, have one Bachelor of Science and they can declare that as a major? I don't see the need to have a faculty for that. I don't know, because it's hard to get into sciences, I guess. I mean, if they changed it into just one faculty that you have to apply for, yeah, it would be a little bit easier to get in, wouldn't it? No, I think it'd be a little harder. Because be if you want to be going to forestry, you have to compete with the science kids who are trying to get into sciences. Yeah, but I feel like the cutoff for getting into sciences in general, when like when they add more, because they're adding more seats into yeah, the I faculty. Guess so. so I mean, like it would be a it little would be bit... easier for sciences students, but it'd be harder for forestry students. Yeah, 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 that's about it. That's about right. Maybe I guess it is a good thing. It's like a middle that. point. Yeah, I don't know. But what do you think about science students in general? Uh, science students in general, um, pretty boring. I don't know. I talk to them. They have like a favorite number. And I think... What's, I don't, what's the number? It's normally like pi. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty pretty irrational, if you know what really? I'm saying. <laughs> Little science joke for you. It's pretty ridiculous. I don't know. For me, like every time I try to talk to science kids... I either get two answers. They either want to be a doctor, go into med school, or they want to go and uh, just go into comp sci or something. Yeah, yeah. There's not really any in between. So, I mean, they're kind of boring in that sense that they're not really ambitious in, like, other aspects. Like, there's only two possible... They only see two possible ways, two things you can do with the Bachelor of Science, which I guess makes sense. I mean, when you think about it, like, when you go into sciences, I don't know that many people who want to be like, oh, I want to be a lab technician. Yeah, no. I want to go work in, like, research. You either want to be a doctor or you want to go into comp sci. That's about it. And let's be real, like, 95%. Here, I'll divide it like this. I'd say 80% of people in sciences probably want to go into med school, 20% comp sci. From that 80% of people who want to go into med school, 95% of them don't really get in. Only 5% get in. So with those 95%, that's what you make up from, like, lab technicians, science teachers in high school, like... There you go. Nah, I'm not going to go as far as barista. We'll save that for arts, I guess. Yeah, there we go. Let's get it. Yeah. No, no disrespect to the arts students. I have a few friends in arts, and they're really liking it. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you can't say an arts degree is kind of, like, more useless than a science degree, because at the end of the day, it kind of comes down to what you make of it, yeah. what connections you make, if you do co-op or not, what you major in. Like, there's so many small factors, so or so many factors, that I don't quite get the whole, like, stigma around art students. Like, it makes sense from an outside perspective, but when you really look into it, like, you know. People are just mad that they're in, like, science and engineering. Like, oh, I hate this shit. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, make fun of someone else. Yeah, they make, feel better. Fun, they make fun of the art students. But, like, in reality, like, they're in the exact same position as art students. Well, not engineering. Engineering is a different yeah. story. But but engineering is, like, a hellhole. It's like yeah, a gauntlet. That place is... That's, it's fucked. Yeah. It's really hard to do engineering. My friends, like... I have friends who used to, like, 
party a lot on weekends and stuff. Like, there's no way you'd catch them on a Friday night in the library. Yeah. Now, Friday, Saturday, even Sunday, like Sunday. I mean, Sunday's always study day, but Friday, Saturday, they're, they're always in the library. Yeah. Always studying at IKB. You know, like, speaking of IKB, though, I feel like, what's the name of the library? Corner? What's yeah, Corner. I feel like Corner, that library is, like, a bit underrated. If you want to do some independent, like, quiet studying yeah that place is the place to be i used to do that in like the basement yeah the but basement. um i kept on going on my phone and then it became like you know it's almost like a place where if you keep on going to the same place and doing the same thing you kind of get used to it yeah so whenever i go to the basement i just go on my phone and wouldn't do any actual homework so i kind of switched up a bit i'm actually at ikb at like the silent reading room up there it's like in the it's in the secluded section is that like the harry potter room you're talking about? um no different room a different room i think the harry potter room is the one with all the um the presidents right on the walls i have no oh the ubc presence maybe they, yeah the harry cool. potter room is really cool though you know where's another super underrated library in ubc i'm actually about to drop a massive like cheat code for all ubc students what okay probably the best place to study where most people don't know you're even allowed to study is at peter allard peter allard has a private library where people think that it's only for law students that's actually incorrect, though. That's a lot of those places. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, like the education library as well. Yeah. No, but the Peter Allard place, like the seats are incredible. It kind of looks and reminds me of the Harry Potter room in IKB, but it's like got a better vibe because there's less people. It's a bit smaller. What's the Harry Potter room in IKB? What's the Harry Potter yeah, room? Yeah. What in the IKB? hell is that? It's like, you know how IKB has a new section and an old section? The Harry yeah. Potter room is the old section of IKB. When you enter and you go upstairs, I think it is. Yeah. They have, like, this place. Like, it literally looks like a scene taken out of, like... Harry it Potter. Looks, yeah, it looks like you're in Hogwarts. Has it got, like, books and shit? Or is it's it It's just... got books. Like, the, the type of lighting they have over the desks. The desks. Like, the, the art around the room. It's crazy. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Is it, like, the actual library library portion of it with all the books and shit? Or is it just, like, in a studying section? It's, like, a studying section, I think. I don't think it's, like, where the actual books are. Oh, okay. I don't know. But it's definitely somewhere where I'd recommend you'd go. Fair enough. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Let's talk about, like, some eating places on campus. Eating places? Uh, I've talked about eating places a bit. I've been eating at the... uh, um, I know the underground... What's called? Fucking the underground thing called there's an international like um underground food court it's like a little bit off oh oh off from campus yeah the international yeah i've yeah. heard about that they've it's, got cheap food there. yeah it's got good food i don't know if it's that cheap but it's, it's good not. yeah yeah i know but it's like it's when you're going out towards shoppers and stuff yeah. isn't it a little farther than further that. than that but like down that yeah, road yeah down that road no also like top pizza place on campus oh i always say mercantes yeah are you serious I'm, I beg to differ with you there. I'm more of an Uncle Fatty's type of guy. No, I never go to Uncle Fatty's. I thought it was Uncle Faith's for the longest time. Faith's? Faith. Faith. No, no it's, it's Fatty. Even, but it's yeah, fatty. I, I'm like a dyslexic kid, even though I'm not dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect to dyslexic people out there. Yeah. We'll just put that out there for the record. But yeah, no, Uncle Fatty's is great. I love that place. It's open super late. I think 3 a.m. on Sundays. 3 a.m.? Oh my God, I'd kill myself if I worked there. I know. But I mean, like, you're not going to be seeing students working there. It's usually, like... Immigrants. I mean, immigrants, Illegal yeah. immigrants. Illegal immigrants. <laughs> dude, honestly, probably. Those people, like, some of them don't speak English. And then the ones that do are kind of, like, sus, you know? I know a sus kid, actually. He just drives around his car at going 200 kilometers everywhere. Are you see- Really? Yeah. Care to explain a little bit more? He wears black Air Force Ones. 
He hangs around this gang at the gym, wears leather jackets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was a unique character. I don't know where he is. I mean, I'd be surprised if he's alive right now. I think that could be said because I could that could be said about a lot of people in the high school that I went to. Yeah. That we went to. Yeah, we went to the same. Can we high say school. that? Yeah. Can of we course. Say we can that? Say yeah. That. Yeah. We went to the same high school. There's a few people that I'm still questioning if they're alive or not. I mean, like, it'd be surprising, not gonna, like, considering the type of things they would do in high school, and now that they have that freedom of not having to be, like, confined to a schedule, like, yeah. waking up at a certain time every morning, going to school, and then coming back. I mean, not like they follow the schedule, like, religiously, of going at 8.30, finishing at 3, but now that they have that, like, liberty of doing whatever they want in terms of scheduling, God knows, like, what they're doing nowadays. Like, what do you think? Smoking crack with a rolled-up constitution. Yeah. <laughs> that that sounds about right. I don't know. Yeah, but that whole, like, black air forces and... um, I'd actually like to call them black yarn forces. Yeah. But there's a story for that. I'll say for another... I mean... Yeah, we can say it. We can say it. So okay. we know this guy named, uh, say, Yarmo. I'll just call him Yarmo for now, yeah. He, uh, he like, bear-maced a kid for... Wait, why did he bear-mace him again? There was a fight happening, and, like... I don't know, like, at the end, there was just a bunch of, like, it was, like, a soup. it's a weird, it was a weird moment, to be honest, like, he, he had a lot of adrenaline, I think, and, like, he wasn't thinking, and, like, after the fight... Does he normally think? That's a good question, actually, <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think it was in the heat of the moment, he took out the bear mace and sprayed someone. How the hell do you get bear mace? Like, Home yeah, Depot? Yeah, I have no idea. It, like, it, that's actually, like, that's a weapon, that's considered a weapon, yeah. isn't it? But... He was underage at the time, so I have no idea. But regardless of that, like let's just this Yarmo guy. He's notoriously known for wearing. Um, I actually talked to him once about this. I said, um, he has two pairs of Air Force Ones. Yeah. He has a white pair and a black pair. And then one day in high school, we went. It was grade twelve. We went to the library because that was kind of where my hangout spot was, yeah. right? And went up to him and I asked, like, how do you decide which ones to wear? And then he told me. He said, it depends on my mood. I'm like, what do you mean it depends on your mood? He says, if I'm feeling sus, I'll wear the black ones. But if I'm feeling, like, pretty chill, like, waking up, I'm like, today's going to be, like, a normal day. I'm just feeling pretty, like, a cool guy. He'll wear the white ones. Ever since then, I'm just like, when I see Air Force Ones, I'm like, those are Yarm Force Ones. That's what I call them. Just because, like, he's Yarmo, Air Force Ones, it just... It fits nicely together, and the name just sounds nice, too. No, that's actually a big turnoff for me. The minute I see a girl with, like, Air Force Ones, they just walk the other way, naked. Yeah. And afraid. Yeah. No, especially if they're wearing black ones. Yeah, black ones. Black ones, yeah, I gotta watch out. White ones, it's, like, it's kind of like a fashion statement, but the black ones, like, you gotta keep an extra eye out for those type of people. Yeah. Don't know what they're gonna be Gotta keep, like, a distance of at least 130 meters. Yes. All right, let's... What so, do you want to talk about now? Uh, no, anything. Um, what do you want to be? What do you what's what do your want What's your main goal? Can I say that? On yeah, this? of course you can. Okay. Who's gonna track you down? I mean, <laughs> I think I'm probably gonna go into something in healthcare. Okay. I'll just say that I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit broad about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be too specific, but I, I think I want to work in healthcare. Is it for the people or for the money? Not. I'm honestly, I'm not gonna be the type of person who's like, oh, I'm doing it just because. I, I want to help people, like, I want to, like, because I love people, like, in reality, 
it is also because I like like communicating with people, helping people. Like that is a part of it, and I do love interacting with people a lot. I but the like, money's a nice like incentive. Yeah, no, the money. Like in in reality, like this is one thing actually like, we could talk about. Like people are always saying that you need to do what you love and not chase the money, but sometimes you have to consider that like that even though you want to do what you love at the end of the day you need to have enough money to support yourself and yeah. like be able to live financially right you want to be financially secure you don't want to have to be in debt or even if you take in debt and you pay it off later like you want to be able to support yourself so you can't like you can find something don't find something you hate but like you also have to consider the money aspect of it too so like going into healthcare i feel like it's Best something of both worlds yeah because it's not some like if i if it's based purely based off what i love doing i love like i love pay, playing soccer maybe doing design stuff like that could be seen as a hobby but like, given this like in the position i am now i don't think that i could like, get to a point where i could make a decent living off of that so i have to also look at like other options and i think healthcare is a good option where it's like like you said it's a best of both worlds yeah. you can make enough money to live like have a decent living con- like decent living conditions but you also can interact with people, help people out. Because, like, I feel like I'm a bit of an extrovert. Yeah, sure, I don't know I'd if, say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, I think that's fair to say. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I want to go into healthcare, be able to make a decent living for myself, and then hopefully be able to work less as I get older and still be able to keep up those hobbies, like I said, like doing stuff in design. Specifically, like, I'm into, like, house design. Okay, like, like interior or like exterior? Both. Or just... I like both. I like exterior energy. I'm super into like just the whole like construction scene. And like, honestly, maybe like I could see myself going into that as well later on. Like maybe investing in real estate or like maybe just on the side doing like design for people. Side hustle? A side hustle. I mean, I don't know if it's a side hustle because hopefully I'll be making enough money where... I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, you could call it a side hustle. But definitely that's something I want to do. And maybe open, like, I don't know, maybe open a restaurant later down the line. Too, they say also, if you're going to do risks, they say do it young because yeah, you can, like, it, get rid of the money. You can still make it back. Opposed yeah. to, like, when you're being, like, 50 and you're, like, yeah. I'm going to put it all on the line. Yeah, definitely. I want to be able to get, like, a lot of, I want to be able to make the most out of, like, my years, like. Your youth? You, my youth. Yeah. Like, especially, in, like, before I hit 30, there's a certain amount of things that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I want to be able to hit all of those goals because once you hit 30, and onwards personally i feel like that's when you need to actually start like getting like your life stable you need to get your life together you need to be stable like i don't want to be in a situation where i'm like 35 sitting at home like freaking out like getting into a panic and being like a midlife crisis being what am i doing right now because as bad as it sounds like people always say you shouldn't compare yourself to others and i understand that because when comparing yourself is like poison that's like the worst thing you can do but once you get to a certain age, like I've seen this with people around me that are older than me, as they get older, they see their peers, friends, colleagues around them succeeding a lot. And then it makes them feel so bad because like I wasted all of my time, like throughout my youth, not yeah. working hard enough. And like now what am I doing? I'm doing nothing. Once you get to a certain age, the speed at which you can grow and get better. Yeah. Like you can improve. It gets harder as you get older. I see, yeah. I think. Like, like when you're young your brain is like fresh like you can quickly like if you get back down you once you get back like accelerate it's easier to accelerate it's easier to accelerate once you get down it's easier to get back up like you said take risks yeah when you're young because if you lose the money you Doesn't can make that money back yeah. later but yeah 
that's like kind of what I want to do. And like I said, maybe open like a restaurant too. That's also something I would be interested in. What kind of mes- restaurant? Like pizza? Mm-hmm. Ice cream restaurant? A cafe. So I would want to do some type of cafe thing where like I serve different types of food. But like it's a super, I want it to be a super chill setting and like relevant to like, like whatever. couches and shit? Maybe. I mean, I want it to, it's like modern. I want it to be relevant to whatever is happening at that period. Because right now, I think right now you could say like, the whole vegan culture, like being vegetarian and stuff, that's a big deal. Maybe if that's still a thing down the line, I could do that. But I have to see what's like relevant at that time because you want to be able to like make enough money. I've actually found that there's going to be like for the two diets, it's like opposite spectrum. So like vegan on one side, then you have like ketogenic on the other side. Yeah. Where you have like people like eating mainly meat and the people eating like mainly plants. Yeah. Maybe like something in between. I don't know. It depends. We'll have to see what happens until then. But also, like, I've talked to a few people who own restaurants or I've also actually worked in a restaurant myself as well when I was a bit younger. So I've kind of I was a kitchen expediter. I'm not going to plug the name of the restaurant because towards the end of it, I didn't have the best experience. But for the most part, it was pretty fun. And like kitchen expediter sounds like a fake job. Like, like, I mean, like, like, it isn't real. I mean, it was better than being like a busser for the tables or like a dishwasher. I was a dishwasher and it fucking sucked. Talk to me about that a little bit. Like, how how did why did it suck? The shifts ended at 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, that could be said about, like, a lot of kitchen jobs. Yeah. I mean, I finish... I didn't finish that late. I would finish around, like, 1 or 2. Not 2, no. Like, 1 at latest, I'd say. But, yeah, and, like, if you're not, like, up there in management, you're yeah. kind of, like, everyone's gonna... You're always gonna be the bitch. Yeah. Especially in the position I was in. You were, like... My job was to be, like, in between the kitchen staff in the the server staff yeah so like i was kind of everyone's bitch which kind of sucked so like not gonna lie but i still like learned a bunch of skills like communication yeah. skills and stuff from that but yeah no like going back to like the whole like working in a kitchen i got to see like there's a lot of fun aspects to it and like just i'm really into food and i don't know like, you're into a lot of things that's good yeah good i to have some passions in yeah life. i have a lot of patterns i think but i mean i don't know if i have a lot but i want to like when i'm older i want to be able to have like dab a little bit in everything like dabble a little bit in like all different types of dab on them hoes <laughs> that too yeah but no i want to be able to um test out different things yeah. and see what works dip your feet in the water there you go exactly so what do you want to do for a career i've actually never asked you that homeless i just want to panhandle make some money and then smoke crack no that's i don't a, know it's not that bad i know probably something along the lines i'll, I'll find out what i want to do probably something media slash conservation if i can do mix them both together that'd be nice that would be like a filmmaker almost like about stuff like a documentary filmmaker or some shit like that i'm not in super for the money i know like you're like you need to make a well-being but i don't really i don't really see myself having kids in a long time or if ever yeah so i'm kind of just supporting myself well yeah i'm kind of selfish like that that's also going back to what i was saying like you just made a good point it also depends on what you plan on like how you what you see your future as right like for what i want to do like i said i wanted i want to maybe open like a restaurant or like some type of business later down yeah. the line even if i'm gonna do healthcare, like whatever happens like i don't I, you can never like predict what you're gonna do yeah. to be honest anything can happen in the future but for the things that i have in mind right now i feel like i'm gonna need a little bit of money in my hands to be able to make those things happen so that's why i was saying like healthcare and stuff well yeah, yeah or like just something that's gonna be able to provide me with like, enough financial support to achieve those other like goals or aspirations just try those things out but in your case like you're saying like you're not trying to 
you're not trying you're not looking to do things like that i mean you would need a little bit of money for the yeah. like, production cost and stuff but if you're not going to run if you're not going to have a family that's that's yeah. a massive like cut on your costs do you think you're ever going to have kids um i don't know yeah you're kind of too young to find it's, out it's you, it's but... really young yeah i don't know we'll have to see later down the line that's also something like you just you can't predict now yeah i mean some people maybe they can but for me personally like honestly i don't want to say yes or no because you just got to see what happens yeah. in the future do you think you're gonna um what kind of father do you think you're gonna be if i be a father like a strict one or like a lax one um or a bit of both I want to be a bit of both. I don't want to be too chill, but I don't want to be strict either. Cause like, yeah, there's like bad things come out of both of them. Yeah. If you're exactly, I've seen like people around me, I've seen like how some parents they're too chill that the kids like just go down the wrong path. But then if you're too strict, they go on the wrong path. They go down on the wrong path because they feel the need to be rebellious against yeah. you. I think you have to, and they resent you as well. Yeah. I think you have to put trust into your children i think that's really important i think my parents have like put a lot of trust into me they like trust me in terms of like what i want to do and go when i want to go out for example yeah they trust that you want to like yeah yeah and like when you have that like sense of backing from your parents you feel responsible like not to do anything stupid and like do dumb shit not to say i don't do dumb shit because i do but i feel like all of this stuff i do it's like calculated even if i'm doing like if i'm taking like risks to do like stupid things it's all calculated like i'm yeah. i'm gonna make sure like i'm not gonna put my life on the line yeah. like so i mean i did do that once I, like we could actually talk about yeah that. all right yeah let's talk about that yeah so um this was i'd say maybe two or three years back me and a couple of my friends were playing so it was in the summer actually it was towards the end of the summer going into grade 11 we were playing at a soccer a local soccer field around our neighborhood right yeah and this was like we were there's five or six of us. When we were playing, like, I don't know, we all got together, but not everyone was really into, like, playing soccer. And then this is like, a really unique group of kids. I think you know them, too. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, n- drop any names, but they're, like, a pretty, I don't know, they're all, like, unique characters. So diverse. Very diverse, yeah. And one of them, they were always, they were always down for an adventure, too. So yeah. one of them had suggested or had known about some story of some, like, hermit living in in the oh, forest i've actually seen that guy too you've seen that guy yeah really <laughs> right outside delbrook yeah yeah oh can you drop it yeah name? you can drop a name like that okay yeah okay outside delbrook yeah delbrook park so um yeah we heard about this hermit living in the forest right beside the field yeah yeah and we wanted to check it out it sounded intriguing we wanted to talk to the guy see like what he's all about because from what we heard he'd been living there for a while yeah he i actually i'll go yeah no no go ahead no, no, yeah, I was going to say, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, well, yeah, he was living He was living there for a while, so let's go take a look. Went into the forest, and yeah, we went down. We went down the path, and it's like a massive ravine next to the forest. So it's, it's a pretty crazy drop. And then we eventually saw some smoke in the forest, and we realized there's a chimney. So we found this guy. He had a fully insulated hut. Yeah, he had solar panels and shit. Exactly, yeah, like... This isn't no joke, like a tree house made of like wood. This guy had like metal and like shingles and stuff sh- like yeah, that. Yeah, he had everything like sorted out. And he had out. like camouflage stuff to, on top of it, I saw. Yeah, because like it's a, it. it's illegal to do that. You can't like, yeah. what, what do you call that? Just like not paying know. like for taxes and stuff. Like, <laughs> like free rider, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just call it free rider. But yeah, so we went and knocked on his door and like wasn't coming out. But we saw his bike was by his door. And um, I don't know. 
one of the guys in our group like thought it'd be a good idea to start like throwing shit at the ceiling <laughs> that wasn't a good idea to be honest and we kept on knocking on the door and then this is where this story kind of like took a drastic turn like it turned into the situation of the little boy who cried wolf because each time one of our friends would be like oh shit he's coming and we all like started running but like he wasn't actually coming and then this happened maybe four or five times and then our friend said yo he's actually coming no one believed him for the last time we're like no and then as we look back we see a german shepherd yeah i saw his dog yeah, we see a german shepherd and a man with a shaved head super jacked with face paint and he's shirtless biking at full speed like maneuvering through the trees coming right at us and we all just scattered like running back towards the soccer field and he chased us down and like it was scary like i i thought i was gonna die it was i was what? like i don't think you're gonna die but well in the moment i thought yeah. i was gonna die like i was freaking out i don't know like yeah it was it was really scary and then we eventually got out into the field and no one was on the field but we got to the rec center and the guy caught up to us eventually and he called us down but he seemed a bit more like chill and he started talking to us about a bunch of nonsense he was like saying like yeah i used to be a carpenter and like i abandoned society because i don't believe in anything and he started talking he said the government's like corrupt and the clouds we see are chemtrails oh he was like he was like, yeah he was like off his rocker yeah and what's actually really cool is i actually have a video of like all of this unfolding i filmed the entire thing oh shit which was really cool yeah but I don't know, the guy was just talking nonsense and he said that he has a goal of going to Nepal one day. Like, he needs a passport for that one. Yeah, but he, he said he wanted to sneak onto a boat to get there because he says, or he said he's going to, he said he's either going to make a boat to get, <laughs> to, I'm not even kidding. He said he's going to make a boat to get to Nepal or he's going to like sneak onto a boat and he wants to go there to live with the monks and rediscover himself. That's, that last part sounded cool, but the whole like <laughs> process and stuff just, I don't know, it was a bit ridiculous. And then um, someone from the rec center actually spotted us because this park is by rec yeah. center, right? So somebody had spotted us and went, came down to talk to the guy. And I think like the week after, our local newspaper actually yeah, released Yeah, they an tore art. it down or yeah, something. Yeah, they took the police. I think the guy from the rec center reported it because he had known about the guy. I think a lot of people knew about yeah. the guy. Well, so, I knew yeah, about the guy. You knew about the guy. I mean, most people from our school probably knew about the guy. Yeah, knew about the guy. But like, I was yeah. really living. Yeah, but he they took down his place. It was unfortunate, but not even rumor has it. Like, I one of my friends who lives in, like, a really close neighborhood said that his dad saw the guy again in another forest, so he's migrated okay, to a new go. place. But, yeah, maybe that's a story or potential, like, yeah. adventure for another day. I wonder who first found him. It's like, what the fuck? I know. How, well, tell me your story about him. How did you see him? Oh, my friends already knew about it, so... We didn't want to approach it directly, so he went across the entire ravine. Oh, my God. So he came up from from the bottom up. Yeah, yeah. So it took, like, an hour to get there, and then we just saw the place. You just saw it, but you didn't actually go and talk to him? No, we didn't talk to him. Yeah, we I mean, actually saw him, though, and his dog had, like, duct tape on it. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck happened to the I dog? I mean, um, speaking of near-death uh, situations, the closest I've probably come to... Near-death? Death. One time I was riding a skateboard down, like, a big-ass hill. Yeah. So I was with a friend, and then... He was going down, and he's like, whatever you do, do not skateboard down this hill. You're going like, to eat it. Yeah. And I was like, dumbass. He's retarded. I could obviously skate this. And then I just went down the hill. And then it's almost like a skateboard. There's a certain part where you realize you're going a little too fast. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. There's no way I'm going to be able to <laughs> yeah. recover. And There's also, no return. Yeah. And it's like, if you put your foot on the ground, you're just going to go flying. Oh, my God. Because if you stop, it's, you're, you're going to stop, yeah. but the skateboard's going to, yeah. Keep on going. 
so and then i also loosen my trucks or like you know like the parts that holds the wheels where you can like when yeah. you do that so you can like move left yeah. and right easier right except if you're going really fast it just wobbles oh my god yeah so i was like it was like a balancing act and at that point it was almost like i'm, I'm just gonna die you thought gonna... you were gonna die and then i went to like a, a curb so i could hit it and go into the grass oh that that's a smart idea except when i hit it i didn't like really plan the physics of it really oh, well shit. or the angle so i hit it i go flying and Everything from the chest up, or this part, like my nipple up, hit the grass, and then my ribs hit the curb, and everything else hit the oh my god the uh, gravel line. Just kind of rolled for a while. Oh shit! And then I, I went unconscious. Really? Yeah, they called to call an ambulance. And then what happened afterwards? Do you have scars or anything? Yeah, I have that? some scars. Really? Yeah. But I mean, you're super fortunate that from like you said from the nipple and up like your head and yeah stuff, my head like was that good place was safe also i'm glad i was wearing a helmet because oh, yeah. when i took off my helmet there's just this big ass like blood not blood there's just a big ass like mark on my helmet like oh, that was my head it took like... your, yeah it took yeah it took the hit that's that's yeah. crazy i mean for me i don't think i've had anything as like dramatic as that that seems pretty intense like knock on wood like i've been pretty fortunate to not be in a situation like that i do a bunch of dumb shit like that i was always i'm still into like quote-unquote extreme sports i don't know <laughs> it's hard to say but yeah. like you know like skiing you still you ski right i used to not anymore to be honest like i i was never really good at it and then i used to do in elementary school and it just got to the point where i'm like this isn't gonna work every time i go like i was more frustrated than having fun I to see. be honest so yeah. i'm like i'm just gonna call it quits on this that's kind of me with skateboarding i kept on like hitting myself like falling yeah way more than i was actually succeeding i know that's like oh you got to keep on doing it, it was just it wasn't fun anymore and even when i would land something is i was so hurt it was like yay so i actually moved to like mountain biking which i prefer more yeah i feel like that one's a bit it's actually a little more dangerous because you fall there's like a better chance of like breaking your neck and like dying yeah but there's like a it's harder to fall i find yeah yeah because like it's more stable i guess yeah you're and on... also they're like really into promoting like full out like body protection, protection. whereas like skateboarding it's kind yeah. of like frowned upon yeah to like wear as a helmet bad as, yeah all those like skate rats and stuff, they yeah. kind of look they down make fun on of people it. Who yeah, they look helmets. down on it. I mean, I guess it's just part of like skater culture, but yeah. in like, I, that's another thing. Like when I've gone, because I've also tried skateboarding before in the past, and like when I go and I wear all of like the protective gear, I feel like I'm being like looked down upon, and I feel like I'm super judged, and I don't like that feeling. Yeah. So I kind of stopped doing that, even though I probably was doing the right thing of wearing all those, yeah, all that gear. For sure. But it's just like the pressure from like your external surroundings. Yeah. Also with mountain biking, I find because normally I'll go up this thing where you just bike up the trail and it's really scenic, which I like. It's got yeah. good views. Yeah. No, that's that's good. So you say you bike. I mean, but you don't you don't bike. You're too far to bike from school. No, uh, I probably plan on biking to school, but it's gonna take a while to UBC. Really? Like how long like, do you think it take? An hour and a half, probably. Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, probably about the same as taking a bus. Really? Yeah. You'd be like tired and like. Yeah, I'd be tired as hell. I'd fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, how is it busing though every day? What bus do you take actually? Um, it depends. Sometimes I'll take the 44 from downtown. And I'll catch like another bus to downtown and then go from downtown. Yeah. Or if I'm lucky, I'll catch a 258. You know, the oh, one the, from the West Park Vancouver. Royal Express. Yeah. yeah. But the bus drivers on that one are like rowdy as hell. Yeah, no. This is like not an unwritten rumor, but like. I'm fully convinced that all of the 258 drivers have gone through, like, special orientation to, like, be able to drive, like, they're in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, I know. They're like, or, like, GTA. Like, every yeah. time I've been on that bus, because even, like, during that time, I did go to UBC during Jumpstart and the one day of classes. 
yeah. there's sometimes where I've just gone just to like sneak into well, not sneak, just like walk into lectures and like yeah. see what's happening. When I've taken that bus, the amount of times it's honked at is ridiculous because like these guys, <laughs> yeah. they're just going on like reds. They're like not waiting for pedestrians because they've got like a tight schedule. Yeah, right? They've got to get there on time. But it's kind of funny and like it's fun. Like you don't even have to like yeah. put in headphones and be on your phone. You, it's more entertaining to just look out the window and see what this driver is doing. It's really funny yeah. to be honest. I think one of them is actually like notoriously worse than even all the other ones. Too. Are you serious? Yeah, it's so funny. Really, but what but what bus do you take to get out to there? Because if you want to go, oh, the two forty six probably. You take the two forty six yeah to get to the because yeah. you could get off at the bridge yeah. and then from the bridge because the bridge is the last stop before yeah. UBC. Which I feel like really eventually nice. UBC, knowing all the information I've put over to the podcast, they're just going to like hone me down eventually. It's like, and, like knock on the door. You. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, like, we've been looking for you. It's like, shoot me on the spot. No, they can't get me. Freedom of speech. Exactly. So, yeah, there's like a freedom of speech club at UBC. And apparently there's like a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they're like really like, like I oh hate Asians or whatever. <laughs> you see the thing? There's also these um, posters all over UBC that says radical Islamic honesty. Oh mm. my God. I mean, like, I'm I'm super for the whole freedom of speech thing. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, a there's fine, a line between, there's a like, freedom of speech and hate speech. Exactly. There's, like, a fine line. And sometimes I don't think that's, like, it's, it's like, a really weird topic. It's, like, a super sensitive topic yeah. that's hard to like, be able to define because everyone's going to define it differently, right? Yeah, for sure. That's why, like, I don't like talking about that stuff too much. I try not to be as involved yeah. in, into it. Because I feel like every time you try to be involved into it, you're just going to, like, get hated on or... I feel like that's the thing with a lot of politics, though. Yeah. Anything you mentioned is always someone who's, like, completely yeah. the opposite. That's one thing. What Out of one of the things that, like, I think this that changed in this decade that I kind of don't like and I wish was, like, that I missed from the past decade is just everyone being so sensitive. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, there's so many things you can't say anymore, so many jokes you can't make. Some things I'm fully, like, for... Some things like they they need to actually put like boundaries for it, but I feel like people are getting too sensitive now, and like it's just taking it it's taking a little bit of it away from like the entire fun of it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you have you have to actually think before you talk at all times now. Yeah. Because chances are you're gonna offend someone if you don't. Really normal. I just go through my life offending people. It's kind of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I haven't caught for it yet. One day someone's just gonna come up to me with like a shotgun, and just blow my head off. <laughs> I mean, that's why you got to, like, keep yourself anonymous on this podcast. Yeah, no, I hope someone just comes and knocks on my door. What are we at? We're at, like, the... 44 minutes, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. So where would they be on the bus right now for the people who are commuting? Or, like... Oh, they would be... Depends what bus you catch. Considering... Let's consider that we are in our position, the bus you take. Yeah. If you take... Say you're at the bus stop for the 258 you would probably be there by now because it takes like yeah. 40 no it takes about 40 so like minutes. you guys should get to class now if you're on like the 258 yeah. but for others like i think goes up to like an hour hour 10 maybe yeah. for me if i take the 246 to 44 it normally takes an hour and a half like an hour and a half it. yeah it's not that bad i mean it's like, not that bad and you have to also consider like i mean you've been busing and like you're going based off yeah first semester a lot where there was yeah. like the weather wasn't the best and especially recently yeah with the snow day the snow day like and just but the buses go so much slower in the snow but i feel like it's going to speed up as the weather is getting better yeah. nowadays because we're but, like transitioning into spring. no i really don't like sometimes though what? like no offense to these people but the people who either a live on campus or b live um like 20 minutes away from a commute and they like complain about the 20 minute commute oh my god it's like, oh yeah. my god get the hell out of here I, right yeah. now yeah 
or like the people who live uh, yeah on campus like man i had to walk 10 minutes to class <laughs> today it's like i'm gonna smack you right now you should you honestly should i actually have a friend that i know from high school he's in my class yeah and he's missed two of the classes already you know it's like send me the notes is he where does he live orchard he lives on he lives at orchard yeah just orchard go to yeah okay i think i have like an idea of who sorry <laughs> drop his name like that no, i'll blank it out later can you do that yeah i just edit it. write down the mark though for where it was no because i listened to the whole thing again okay they edit out everything <laughs> oh yeah no that guy's a bit of like a bum isn't he just sits at home doesn't even sleep to be honest i've talked to him about his sleep schedule. Yeah, he doesn't sleep it's really I, weird. I don't know I, what he does though i don't know he, he doesn't even do anything he i swear like you can open his door he's just sitting at his desk like looking at a wall <laughs> he's just <laughs> contemplating suicide for i hope not i hope yeah, not hope. the suicide's not a joke yeah no definitely we don't take that lightly here um let's talk about bus etiquette bus I, etiquette oh my I god you I, got to take off your backpack if it's crowded <laughs> you know what like i was on the bus last week and it was really busy coming from downtown back to north vancouver yeah and I didn't take off my backpack, and I thought that I probably should, but I was too lazy to do it. Yeah, you probably should take off your bag, and I'm. Oh, very that's only in rush that. hour. Um, also, if you sit in priority seating, there's like an old person next to you. Just give him the seat, man. Yeah, just give him the seat, and like, please, if you're gonna, if you smell bad, if you're not gonna like, if you don't like take a shower, or you don't put on deodorant or cologne. Like, I don't. For me, this is a really big deal. Like, if you smell bad, don't sit on a seat like next to people like just stand like where the back entrance the back exit is like where you can just like, that's just... a lot of time homeless people who smell and they don't really care no but there's like some students who really need to like yeah. be put into check for that i think some people <laughs> there should be like a class or at ub not a class at ubc but like they should have like some like stuff. sensors and you go through them it's like you smell yeah here's you some deodorant smell, some, yeah just someone like hands it to you no but like i don't know um, I've been on the bus once where it was literally like the worst smell I've ever heard in my entire life. Heard, yeah, was, yeah I, I heard the smell. It was so bad I heard it. Dude, sometimes that's like that's real. Um, I've also seen a guy. I've seen many characters on the bus. I've seen people screaming. I've seen. Oh, of course, this is uh, homeless people. It's really sad and mental yeah. issues. But I once saw a guy drink like a whole like four liter Coke. No, was, like a two liter. I was pretty surprised. That's, a, that's like he chugged impressive. that thing before the like no. the trip was over. <laughs> I find that on the bus, I spend more time look because I have a tendency to stare, to be honest. Like, if I'm sitting, even if I'm walking around or if I'm sitting on the bus, I don't even, like, I'm not into my phone. Like, I, I might have headphones and listening yeah. to music, but I like looking around at people. I don't know. I just find it interesting. So you're the one who's been staring at me the entire time. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, no, but I like staring. At, not, I don't know. I try not to stare. It's, like, weird because, like, you're making eye contact with someone with the, when they're at the yeah. bus on the bus and as soon as they make eye contact with you you have to quickly look away it's like a super awkward like few seconds because like they know you were looking at them and you know you were looking at them but you try to act like you weren't i don't know it's like a super awkward situation and then when your eyes meet eventually again it's just like yeah. super weird i've seen yeah i've once that like a million times with someone sometimes i'll see these uh women on the bus and it'll be like a moment of like shared connection you like, feel a connection. Yeah, and them. then you just get off the bus like, I'll never see that person ever again. I mean, yeah. I That's honestly, like, I've seen that happen with a lot of people. I don't, I haven't, like, paid attention so much to see if that happens with myself. Because I'm just, like, look. I'm looking all over. Like, I'm just yeah. looking at people. I'm looking, I don't know. I look outside a lot. You look outside a lot? Yeah. I don't look outside that much. One thing that I've had a problem with recently, though, is people are on their phones. And for some reason, 
I can't help myself but not stare at their oh, phone yeah. for a second yeah, for and sure. then and then I'm and then I look away. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like invading their privacy. Yeah. But then I look again. It's like my brain has been. The worst wired. thing is when they look at you looking at their phone. Oh my god, like, that's so bad. That didn't happen to me last time I was on the bus, but I did catch myself staring at a guy's phone for like three times. He was like, he was just yeah. like reading articles and stuff. It wasn't even anything interesting, but it's just like a habit. Yeah. Because we're always addicted to our phones and like. Yeah, for I sure. I, try, I actually deleted Instagram and Snapchat for a while. Did you? I, I redownload them because I was addicted, but you know, <laughs> for like the entire winter break in a bit. Yeah, That's really good. And what do you think you learned from that experience? Um, I, I actually really enjoyed deleting Instagram. Snapchat, not as much. I don't use Snapchat that much, but like yeah. sometimes it'd be like a really funny thing. I'm like, oh, I need yeah. to send that to someone. But Instagram, yeah. I don't regret. And I don't even use Instagram like nearly as much as I did beforehand. Yeah. Because I, like, I'll like look at it and I just turn it off nowadays. Yeah. But, like, beforehand, I was spending, I, like, looked up on my time, and I was spending, like, eight hours a day on, I know, I have the screen time on, like, like, I can actually check right now to see how much I was on it today, probably a lot. I find myself, like, being on my phone at least four hours of the day, and this is just your phone we're talking about. We spend so much time on our laptops and stuff. For the last seven days, I've been on my phone for six hours and one minute per day. That's a lot day. of Instagram, yeah, see, yeah. Yeah, it's networking. all, it's, and then today, two hours and 52 minutes. That's ridiculous. I need to fix that. But the problem is that we've gotten to a point, I think, in, like, society where if you delete social media, people think you're weird. Yeah, I don't Like, yeah. that's weird to think that people will think you're weird yeah. to delete social media. Like, it's not even just that. I can't delete social media now because things like Facebook, I, you you need those for school now. Because yeah, to like contact other people. Uh, contact like other people and like all the school group chats yeah, group are chats on especially. Facebook and Snapchat. That's how your friends contact you. What's, yeah. what's weird is no one even texts each other anymore. No, no one calls each other. It's all through Snapchat. Recently, like last year, I wanted to go talk to, I want to a friend's contact information. I'm like, can I get your number? Because like, I play, yeah. like, soccer with this guy sometimes. So, I'm like, yo, can we get your number so, like, we can organize when we're going out with the boys to, like, go play? Yeah, yeah. And he said, dude, that's, like, weird. Why would I give you my number? I'll give you my Snapchat. That's, like, yeah. a lot better. I'm, like, I, like, felt super weird in the situation. But looking back on it now, I'm, like, I think it's more weird to say no to a phone number. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't know his own phone number. <laughs> <laughs> you might have just exposed him. But I think most people can probably attest to this as well, that... If you go into the contacts of your phone, like the actual contacts, you're going to have less contacts there than you do on your Snapchat or less friends. You're going to have more friends on Facebook or followers on Instagram than you do have numbers in your phone. So, like, that's a bit weird to me as well. Yeah, for sure. There are a lot of times where I just want to, like, delete social media and not use it at all. Like, I definitely, like you said, you did that. That was really good. And I really want to do that, too. But I feel like I can't, which kind of sucks. But I don't know. I think Facebook, that's the thing. You can get rid of Facebook. We can keep Messenger, I think. But I don't use Facebook or Messenger. I use Instagram, which doesn't have that option. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Facebook Messenger. You don't actually need Facebook? No, you can just get Messenger. It's a whole other app. Maybe I'll actually look into that. But the problem is I'm in like a few Facebook groups Mm -hmm. that aren't even in the chat for school. So that's a bit of a problem as well. The only thing I use, you look up on Facebook is UBC crushes. I just... You try to find yourself. Yeah, I'm like, where am I? Where am I? Where what? Am I? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've been like... I've I found actually a couple of my too. friends on there, though. Have you? Yeah. I've seen like two or three people that I'm like, those sound like maybe my friends as well. Yeah. But yeah. That's, it's a really cool thing they have. I think that's cool. And like UBC yeah. Confessions yeah, as well. Yeah, as well. Yeah. But it's addicting, man. If you get yeah. on that, you're, just, you're not yeah. going to stop looking at it 
I know it's crazy. Also on Instagram, UBC official memes. I'm just like looking at that. UBC all official memes. Too. Just funny as they hell. They don't post as often though. I feel as they used to. Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. Yeah, they don't. Do you? What about UBC party life? I don't follow that. No. You don't follow it. What's it like? I don't think even UBC has a party life, does it? I mean, it's mainly a study school. It's not like Western. Western's it, fucking crazy. Compared to other schools, no. But I think UBC, since they have fraternities, unlike some other schools, because yeah. like UVic, everyone's like it's a party school. But from what my friends say at UVic, there's not even like it's, there's no there's, frats. But there's no frats, so it's like a different. It's like house party vibes, yeah. I think. But I don't. I haven't been, so I can't really say. But from what I've seen from UBC, like the frat parties look like those parties you see in like movies and stuff They're like really college not. parties I went to one it was not you it, didn't think so it was it sucked i've been to like when did you go did you go during jumpstart uh first week Jumps of class. classes yeah i mean it's still kind of like awkward i guess then or it depends on the person too but from what i've seen and like i've been like maybe twice or three times yeah just to go see like the vibe it looks like what i see in the movies so like i don't know that's based off like my experience but I see. It differs from person to person. Yeah. But. I'm actually heading to UBC today, actually, to do something. Are you actually? Yeah. Is that what you were going to do, like, later today? Yeah, that's what I'm doing later today. Is it, like, a group project or something? No, it's, like, a thing for, like, it's, like, some, like, semi-formal shit. I don't know. That's actually really, so you have to dress up a little bit for Yeah, I'm just going to dress up. Yeah, I'm just going to wear these coveralls (laughs) and pretend I'm the janitor. You should. No, that's actually really cool how you have that, though. Yeah, for those who aren't, like, aware, you want to tell them what you're wearing right now? Like I'm that? wearing coveralls that say Scott on them because deep down, I want to be Scott. Who's Scott? Are you serious? No. <laughs> Are you going to have to bleep that out as well? Yeah, I'm going to have to bleep that out. But... I was actually with him yesterday. Oh, doing what, the gym? Uh, We went to the gym, then to the pool, and then we got oh, some nice. food after with a couple of other friends. So that was pretty nice, being able to see people, because I'm just trying to, like, see a lot of my friends before I leave. Yeah, so what day you leave? Uh, I'm leaving February 10th. Oh, damn. You don't have that much time then. Yeah, no. I've got like, I don't even know, like six, 16 days. Yeah, 16. So it's almost two weeks, but yeah. I mean, it's not too bad. A little over bad. two weeks. A little over two weeks. It's not too bad though. I mean, like yeah. the way I see it is like, it's the same as going to like Ontario for school yeah, for because sure. they're, it's the same thing. You're just going away and you're going to be gone for four or five months. Yeah. Then you come back. For a few weeks and then you a go A few back. weeks, go back. Then I have my summer. It's just the only thing that's different is my summer is during the winter here in Canada. Yeah. And then I have a one-month break during the summer here. Yeah. So well, you mean, never get a true summer then anymore. You're just always going to be in the winter. Basically. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, there's like some like sacrifices you got to take to yeah. like be able to get to where you want to get. I mean, hopefully I'll be able to get to where yeah. I want to get. But, I mean, you never know, right? What do we, how are we doing for time right now? We're at 57, so we're almost at the end. So we're almost going to wrap. So how do we usually wrap this up? I'll just say it's over. You'll just call it it. Like, you'll yeah, it's so like, it all right, thing. I think we've talked about enough, and then I'll just end it. Okay, so what's like the very last topic you'd like to talk about here? Is I'll let you decide. The guest, I'll let the guests have the honors. Guests decide. I want to talk about the fact that UBC doesn't have like the UBC domain on Instagram. Does it not? Who it, does? It's like this random like account that has like a bunch of noodles on it and then i was looking at the comments of one of their picture because they haven't posted for like four years the official verified university of bc which is ubc's instagram commented saying hi can you please get in touch with our social media department this is the email we'd like to have a chat with you obviously trying to get the domain but like it's not working out for them so that's kind of funny they they probably pay them like a lot of money probably would i mean it'd be so much more convenient if it's just ubc but yeah and yeah, I guess 
that's about it. Like, I'd like to thank you as well. All right. For thank having you. me it's very on good your to have podcast. You on the sand dune. Thank you. Because um, I've actually always wanted to be on a podcast. So this All is right. the first one. And I think like... Your voice will forever be on the internet. Yeah, it will. But like, I've had like a little bit of a bucket list because I haven't been in school for a while now. Yeah. And I feel like I've ticked off a lot of things. And this was one of the things I wanted to do. All right. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. Thank you very much. All right. Hopefully you guys have a nice day at class. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.